Fred Rachani here and Scott Anderson of TSC, the Sports Courier Podcast. We're here to preview and predict WWE TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs 2018. I'm not sure where you want to start. I guess we could start at the top, start on a high note, and then I guess end, uh, you know, gradually uh, on a low note. Yeah, I, I suppose we can do that. So, okay, I guess I'll ask you, Scott, what do you consider the main event of this show? It's going to be Seth and Dean. It could be the TLC women's match, being that the pay-per-view is called TLC, and that's the only TLC match. Uh, could be Brian and AJ, but AJ hasn't made an event in the pay-per-view in a long, long, long time. So I think we have to start at the top. We have to go Dean and Seth and that riveting feud from Monday Night Raw. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting show. That's just the only way to put it. Yeah, so you know, let's start with what I consider the real main event, which is AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for a WWE sure. Championship. This is a straight wrestling match which is kind of weird because it was set up by a low blow and illegal maneuver but whatever uh, daniel bryan over the course of this month has transformed himself into kind of the, the back to the 2012 version of himself 2013 where he was like a heel vegan and insulting people for their lifestyles but he's turned it up several notches sure. he's, he's got a more swagger in his step and, and on top of that like he's dressing like kurt cobain he looks like a guy that's kind of losing his mind it, I know it's kind of eerie to compare him to these guys, but and, and it's a much lesser extent. But like one of the things about Kurt Cobain and Heath Ledger back in the day was they would get so wrapped up into their work where like it consumed them. And Daniel Bryan, I feel like at least like the character is just wrapped up in this new persona. I think that's what he's kind of channeling that like Heath Ledger, Kurt Cobain vibes. You know what I mean? He's just very into, I think a lot into of it, his words, into his whole yeah. world. Yeah, I think a lot of it's himself. Like I think that. That the way he's dressing, that's Daniel Bryan. That's Brian Danielson. I right. mean, I, I really do believe that that's him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's he's, he's looked good, and I think he's been. There's something he's been I want to problem. say. I just don't want to say it, so I'm not gonna. Okay. Um, I mean, watch what I say. What? What do? What do you want to say? I don't look. I don't know many vegans. Um, but you know, if Uh-oh. you want me to go heal here, uh, you know the, the the grungy look kind of fits it. No disrespect to any vegans out there. Um, mm. Just you know, personal heal 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 Scott right there. All right, all right, there. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, I know. You know, you think of like, all right, yeah, have you ever seen the movie PCU with Jeremy Piven from like 1994? No, Scott, I was born in the century. I don't know if you've seen the movie. I no, I've not seen it. Okay, well, anyway, you know, the whole thing's PCU, and there's the, um, I forget what they're called, but they're basically like the hippies who protest everything. Yeah, it's basically 2018, and um, <laughs> it just is. Oh, man. But, you know, I can, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that off air, but that's beside the point. Yeah, that's beside um, the Oh, my can, God. You know, to, to quote Sid Vicious, uh, let's just start this again. Yeah, uh, there, there you go. There you go. So, yeah, I think, okay, <laughs> on paper, I think it's going to be a great right. match. I love the character work of Daniel Bryan. I hate the fact that they are so incompetent at booking good guys that they had to turn him heel because I think like, he should have been the biggest star in the company from the moment he came back to wrestle earlier this year. And the fact that he had to turn heel in order to get to the top spot is, is preposterous. But I am an unapologetic Daniel Bryan fan. I love his work. And uh, I'm just really happy to see him back on top doing his thing, doing what he does best. And you know what? While I would love to see him as a babyface, and I think he has a lot of potential as a babyface, the reality is he, he he may have total carte blanche here. I'm not saying he can do everything he wants, but it seems to me already a few weeks in, Deadby has given him a lot of creative freedom. So 
I do think he's also retaining the WWE title. I hope he holds it up until WrestleMania, honestly. Hopefully he'll have a match that doesn't last 18 seconds. And, uh, you know, I, I think he, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. But as far as this match goes, Daniel Bryan retains. But I think they'll do their best to keep AJ strong. There have been rumors uh, through the Wrestling Observer and other outlets, rumblings on Twitter about how maybe AJ wants to wind down, get a lighter schedule. It makes sense. The guy's north of 40 now. He's been working a hard style for a long time. We'll see what happens. I can't see, family, by the yeah. way, I cannot see AJ Styles walking away from WWE. Some people say his contract may expire 2019. I don't know if that's really true or not. It might make sense, but I just can't see him leaving. He's in a top no. spot. He's a cover star 2K19. I'm sure they can come to some sort of agreement. He's been a good soldier. And the fact that Vince McMahon has put more confidence in him over this time, more than any of us ever expected, that followed him throughout his career just because of the size, his advantage, and everything else. I mean, that speaks volumes. I think Vince McMahon has a lot of respect for him, and I do think that they'll have some compromise. No, I agree. Um, I don't see him leaving. Yeah, guy's got a family. He's got, what, three, four kids. I forget exactly. But, um, you know, WWE champion, he's never home. You know, got the family, got to do what he's got to do with him. And, uh, you know, I respect that. He's, he's held his, you know, take, carried the company for you know, a couple of years now. So uh, why not? Um you know, getting back to Daniel Bryan, I you know I read a rumor that he wanted to go heel. It was his decision. So, well, can, can you blame him? No, no, not at all. And to be honest, I think it's better this way. Yeah. Um, you know, you want me to foreshadow what I think is going to happen going in the Mania? Sure. Why not? I, I do. I do think the Miz is going to get the shot at him in a in a reversal. You know, heel face, and uh, possibly Miz could win the the Rumble. I think either him or Seth. Uh, again, getting getting ahead of ourselves, but um. You know, in the dark matches, when the cameras go off, you see the Miz versus Daniel Bryan, and the Miz is playing the babyface role on TV. He's the heel, so I think it's setting that setting up for that. Um, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Not for sure. We'll definitely we'll definitely have to see how it goes. But uh, you know, I mean, I would like to see Miz be taken more seriously. But he just lost to AJ. You know, he, he every time every that. time he's put nothing wrong with that, but just every time I feel like he's being he's starting to be be taken seriously. You know, they're just, they they beat him and beat him and beat him, and he's a guy to me that can get over without having to win all the time. But I feel like he he's not sure. Dolph Ziggler. Don't get me wrong; he's not in Dolph Ziggler territory where where Dolph has to where they feel like they could beat Dolph anytime. But I do feel like they're getting to the point where if they are going to go with him in the main event, they can't just hey snap their fingers and say Miz, you're back to being a, a main eventer. He's a main event level performer, I think overall. But I think that the push wise, they, they got to give him like a winning streak. Is what I'm trying to say. You know, give them some momentum. They do. Give them a winning streak. Ha- have people excited. Don't let it come out of nowhere. I think the problem that we've seen in recent years with title matches is that guys don't earn anything. They cut. They cut. They just come out of nowhere. You know, well, Nakamura it, did, and that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Samoa Joe kind of did, but not really because he came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ha- again, if you have Miz win the Rumble, kind of as an upset, and then you know Daniel Bryan can be like, oh, you know, we, we've you know, blah blah blah, and they can play off it. Yeah. What if I told you that WWE had a built-in WrestleMania main event storyline that they decided to execute in October, drag out, drag out by their standards, air quotes, to December, and instead of going with the natural storyline progression of Dean Ambrose is jealous that his best friend has more success than him, what if I told you they decided to muddy it up, bring up a man's real-life battle with leukemia, and on top of that, add cheap heat, like calling fans smelly. All right. Well, a, 
anybody who's ever watched WWE knows that that's like another day at the office for them. Yeah. I pray to God that, well, first of all, I, I pray that, you know, of course, Roman Reigns gets well. We don't want to see him sick. We don't want the worst to happen. We all want him back eventually. I think that's safe to say. Mm-hmm. I know WWE. I know what they do. I, I hope to, I, I hope that come WrestleMania season, they do not bring him out in some storyline looking not like Roman Reigns. And I'll, you know where I'm going with that. And I, I don't want to yeah. kind of go on with that. But, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I I think what we're, you're trying to say is you hope and pray that Roman's actually doing a lot better and that they're bringing his name up because they know that he's doing well and that he's eventually going to come back perhaps sometime in 2019. Well, yeah, absolutely. I'm just terrified that they're going to bring him out from WrestleMania season. He's, he's not going to be in good shape, and they're going to use him in a storyline physical, and that's just despicable. I do, I, well, you never. I mean, you never know. I can't put anything past them. But, yeah, that's the thing. This, this is the highlight, and Brian Alvarez has talked about this before, who's been on our show. Uh, and, and this is something that he's talked about. A lot of people have talked about. Lance Storm has talked about who I have a lot of respect for. Everything this year has been about getting heat. It's been about just getting a reaction. And it's not about getting just getting a reaction, okay? Like, Game of Thrones, I don't know if you watch it, but Game of Thrones is a really popular show. There's a lot of stuff that's done for the sake of shock value. Sometimes they go a little too far into it, but more often than not, there's an underlying narrative. Any good show, okay? doesn't necessarily be Game of Thrones. It could be Breaking Bad. Yeah. could be Walking Dead. Whatever the Walking Dead kind of dragged here or there. But I'm saying, any show that's considered a top-level scripted show, The Blacklist, there might be some shock value here and there. There might be something that gets a reaction yeah. out of you. But at the end of the day, there's an underlying story. Hell, I'll bring up two shows I've been watching right now. The Last Kingdom, which just aired season three on Netflix. Fantastic show if you guys haven't watched it. And Vikings. There's a lot of violence on that show. There's a lot of crazy crap on that show, on those shows. But there's an underlying narrative. There's a storyline. More often than not, a lot of that stuff kind of makes sense or it fits within the theme of the story and everything else. With WWE, every week we just get something for the sake of getting a rise out of people. Yeah. Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair destroys Ronda Rousey, gives her one of the best beatings I've ever seen a heel give in years. And Ronda Rousey does an amazing sell job that night. And she took a real beating. You saw her chest. You saw the blood come from her mouth. All this stuff. What did they do the next night? Ronda kind of moves on, brushes off Charlotte, says she'll fight her later, and then goes to Nijax. And she walks out like nothing ever happened except for a couple of bruises. Yeah, Becky Becky Lynch. They don't sell. Or not Becky Lynch, I'm sorry. Uh, Charlotte Flair. Actually, no, 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 you're right. Becky Lynch. She does does a promo one day where she assumes she's a heel. Then the next week she's a face. Then she hugs Charlotte. Then the next week she hates Charlotte. Nothing. Charlotte Flair. Is she a a good guy now or a bad guy? Like, what? She destroyed Ronda Rousey. Not even that poor Becky. You know, she's... She triumphantly came out and attacked Raw, got hurt, and then a week after Survivor Series, she's back. Like, sell it, use it. Yeah. Make it, you know, make the audience want it. Exactly, exactly. Nothing matters anymore. That's the problem. And we're, you yeah. and I have been watching wrestling longer, and maybe some people watch it have been born, as sad as this to say, but we've been watching yeah, it for a long time. Right yeah, we've been watching it for a long time, and it just it gets mm-hmm. to the point where like you get the reason we're disinterested in, in like the weekly shows is because it's not just they don't care. In a way, it's insulting your intelligence. It's insulting you for investing your time in the show. And at the end of the day, time's money. You got a family. I got other podcasts and projects I'm working on. We both have full time jobs. We both got real life. And I'm sure that a lot of people that watch and listen to us and watch Raw and SmackDown are in the same boat. You can only insult people's intelligence 
so many times. You got to pay it off. So in the case of this Dean Ambrose-Seth Rollins feud, you could have easily written the story of just Dean Ambrose is jealous. He finally snaps. But they had to do it on the night where Roman Reigns announces he has cancer. And some people said, oh, it's brilliant. I know you were. I know some other people were. But it's like, everybody's like, oh, it's it's brilliant. It's a perfect night to turn him. He's going to be the biggest heel. I heard some freaking cheers for Dean Ambrose. Heal my ass. Are you kidding me? Okay. Are you kidding? What did it do? It got a reaction for one night. It got a Twitter firestorm. And what happened? Is the feud hot at all? Are you excited for Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins? Are you feeling lucky that you're getting a WrestleMania quality main event at TLC? No, you're not. I, I, I could... I could not care less for this match. I think it'll be a good match. They've worked together a hundred times, but imagine how good it would have been if, like, say, Seth Rollins like eliminated Dean in the Royal Rumble or something, or eliminated him in the Elimination Chamber. If you just built this up, I think they had so much equity as a babyface team after the Roman announcement. Keep them as a team. Run as far as you can with them, and then break them up. They have mer- they have Shield merchandise, right? Roman Reigns gets a cut of that Shield merchandise, right? If you want to help Roman, hot damn, why not? Run with the shield a little bit longer. But no, everything has to be about getting a rise, getting a reaction, doing it for the sake of yeah. doing it. And it's, it, it, just, it, it just angers me to no end. So again, let's get to this, let's get to this actual match. Yeah. I think I, you were about to say something else there. Yeah, I, I, I was, but then I realized <laughs> that you know, we, we got to be get somewhere. through this stuff. Yeah, we got we to get to this stuff. And right. I, anyway, was, get into this match. Um, yeah, I think I'll, that yeah. I think Dean Ambrose is going to win. I agree. I don't know how. I don't really care. They they, 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 have, they have done an un, they've done an unbelievable job of making me not care about the Dean Ambrose character that was interesting for a little while and Seth Rollins who's been one of the best wrestlers on the roster. So Scott, I'll pass it along to you because I think I've said enough about this. I have a couple of thoughts in my head. Yeah, Dean's going to win. Here's the question: Is he going to use that gas mask or is he going to use his wife as a distraction? Do you think that we're going to see a Renee Young heel turn, my friend? I think it's coming. I don't know when it's going to happen, but the way Corey Graves keeps going to her on Raw, you know, I don't know. I don't know this and that. I think you could see it coming. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I think this is going to be unpopular, but I, I think she needs it for the announce booth because she's I, – I know a lot of people praise her, but I think the reality is they don't give her enough. They don't feed her enough lines, and it's kind of just bland. Mm-hmm. Like she basically repeats what's already happening. Yeah, so, I think she's okay. Kinda, no disrespect, because yeah. you know I think she's okay, but like we, we know he has a chair, you know. Like I know Michael Cole and great, but it's the way she says it, like her approach to it. I think something. I think it might be time. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and it's it's just getting to a point where it, it's just getting it's just getting ridiculous. It, it really is, and uh, it's one of those things where we talk about how they've made us not care about Seth and Dean. In a lot of ways, it's the same thing with the announcers. They, they make the announcers lose credibility in record time for the most part. You know, oh, Renee Young was a great breath of fresh air, and now they've kind of homogenized her into just kind of a generic announcer in the, in the form yep. of, you know, <laughs> Renee Young. But, I mean, and she's yeah. better than Coach, but, you know, that, that's not really saying much. Nothing against her. I think she does a great job overall, but, yeah. And, uh, you know, let's be honest, nothing against Coach because, I mean, you know, he went on and he's, he was doing ESPN and all, but, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so let's get to some of the other matches here. Well, we'll just kind of plow through some of these other ones that aren't as major. Well, Eli- let's get to a uh, uh, – oh, well, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say Eli- – well, let's get to Elias versus Bobby Lashley. What a weird reversal of roles, right? These guys had several confrontations. I don't think they ever had a real match dating back to Lashley's match uh, return last year after WrestleMania. When, Elias, one... when he interrupted Elias, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they've ever had like a real pay-per-view match. Bobby Lashley's a heel now. Elias is a face. 
God bless you, Bruce Pritchard. You were on TSC News TV earlier this year at the beginning of the year. You said you thought Elias was going to be a big star. I asked you why. You said you think he's got something. And while I do think Elias has got something, Scott, I've been saying this from the beginning. I'm not a hater. I'm just a stater. When the bell rings, something goes missing. What do you think? Yeah, um, again, WWE. A couple weeks ago, Drew McIntyre hits the reverse Alabama slam on, on our buddy Elias. Face onto the steps. Elias should be out for a couple weeks, not like six days. Yeah. First and foremost, um, you know, there was a report I read that, you know, rumor was they were going to give Elias the IC title. That never happened. So, yeah, maybe they soured on him a little. Hey, buddy, I heard Leo Rush gave you a call. What did he say? He was just hyping up Bobby Lashley. That's all. All right. Well, I already picked uh, Elias for to win the match because I really? think they're just going to re- I think they're just going to rematch on Raw and Bobby's going to beat him. What do you think? All right, I'll give you that, but I think Bobby Lashley's going to win. All right, there you go. Okay, so Finn yeah. Balor, Drew McIntyre, if they give it enough time, even though Finn hasn't been given any credibility lately, I think this could be a really good match. That being said, it could be. it's Drew McIntyre's night, right? It's, yeah, it is. Um, they gave uh, Finn a little bit of credibility Monday night, mm-hmm. which was kind of awkward, but they did it. Uh, yeah, a little bit. So, a little bit. Just, 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 just a little bit, but I, I think ultimately it's going to be Drew's night, and I think Drew's going to go on and do some big things. I am kind of ticked off though that they had Dolph versus Drew when I think they could have really saved it for a pay per view, and instead they just kind of threw it out there and yeah, let it, let it, let it happen. So, but that, that's that's par for the course. We have Natalia versus Ruby Riot in a tables match. Natalia supposedly has an arm injury of some sort. Yes, she wrestled perfectly fine at tribute to to the troops. I'm guessing Ruby Riot's going to win. If Natalia really does have a, an injury she's dealing with in real life, which is what the rumor is, then I, I could see her losing for a while. And, you know, it's a tables match. It should be fun. I, I really like Ruby Riot, and I'm really disappointed with how they haven't been able to capitalize on her momentum. Uh, I, in a weird way, I, I kind of feel like the Riot squad is like, I don't know. They're just not, they're just kind of there. Unless they bring the women's tag titles into the mix, you know, they're just kind of there. They're really good together. They're really tight in real life. They're best friends in real life. They have great chemistry. And Ruby Riot's awesome. I love her look. I like her ring ring work and everything. But the, she's got to get some momentum here. So hopefully she'll win this one. Sure. I, I think she wins, right? Yeah, she wins. Okay. The Bar versus the New Day versus the Usos triple threat tag team match for the tag titles of SmackDown. Can we assume this is going to end up on the pre-show like most of the SmackDown tag title matches? Yeah, I just don't get why this isn't a TLC match. It would make sense for it to be. I mean, I know why they, they did the women's uh, TLC because it's the first time ever thing, but it really doesn't make... Uh, to me, it doesn't really make any sense to make the women's match a first time ever TLC match mm-hmm. unless you just want to say first time ever like they do with everything else. This makes more sense. Doing. Yeah, this makes more sense, but... I guess I guess not. So I I don't see the bar losing this one. They just won the tag titles. Well, let me ask you: Is the Big Show with the bar with not the bar? Where what's what's up with him right now? I had dude. I have no idea. Every show Big Show turns. He's had like five hundred yeah. turns. And that was just in December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I go with the bar. I think. Um, yeah, you know, the tag division hasn't been weak, but truth be told, they are the tag team of 2018 for me as well. They came into the year with the tag titles from Raw. They're probably going to leave 2018 with the tag titles from SmackDown, so you got to kind of give them their nod. Yeah. no, that's, that's... Although they did lose to a 10-year-old at WrestleMania, but, you know, either way. Yeah, that's true. Tomato. Yeah, that's, that's true. So the bar's going to get the win there. 
Okay, we have Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's title. I actually saw this match live at WMSG in July, and it was actually a pretty good match. It ended with interfe- a lot of interference, and Ronda got the pin. Uh, they had a really good match on Money in the Bank. Say what you want about Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. You could levy a lot of criticism at her, deservedly so, for being stiff with people and reckless. Okay, I don't think she does it intentionally. Just, you know, you got you got to be careful your opponent here. But I think she has great chemistry with Ronda Rousey, and I actually expect a great match with Ronda Rousey retaining. Yeah, I agree. I was just thinking, can you imagine if they finally let Nia Jax knock somebody else out and it's Ronda? Uh, <laughs> Ronda's given him a lot of freedom to use like some of her past material. I don't, I don't, I don't think he, she'd, she'd go for that. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure Heyman's in her ear anyway, and I don't think Heyman would advise her to, no, to no do way. that at all. And then lastly, we have what a lot of people are considering the real main event. Becky Lynch has just been unbelievable. Uh, uh. She calls herself the man. It'd be an insult to call her the female Conor McGregor. She's just, she's reinvented herself. She is an incredible yep. Twitter trash talker. She is incredible. She's been doing incredible mic work. She's always been good in the ring. She's always had a great yep. look, and she's really put it all together. And I do think, much like Daniel Bryan, she could have been one of the biggest stars in the company before sure. turning heel. But it was for whatever reason they chose just not to roll, run with her that way and make her look like a doofus losing all the time. But she has turned what seemed like at the time a silly heel turn into a lottery ticket for her because she's just had, now. yeah she's had a ton of momentum she's carrying this the SmackDown Women's Division she's doing great I sincerely hope that she gets that match with Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania I'm assuming that's what they're gonna do I don't know that for a fact you never know because God bless Charlotte Flair I like her a lot too but. This is Becky Lynch's time, and I, but I, I just have a feeling Charlotte's a lot like their female Roman Reigns. They just want her to mix and everything. So yep. down the road, they may try to squeeze her in there instead of instead of Becky Lynch. But let's worry about that later. It's December. Let's focus on this match. I got Becky Lynch retaining in this TLC match. Uh, also features Asuka, so triple threat Asuka, Charlotte, Becky. Makes really no sense that Asuka's in this. I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's going to be a lot of legwork done by Charlotte and Asuka. Not the best idea either to have Becky Lynch coming off of a concussion and a smashed orbital bone in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. So I hope to God that they take care of her because we don't want to see Becky Lynch on the shelf. Uh, so, yeah, I got Becky Lynch winning this one in what should be a hell of a match. I have Oscar winning. I mentioned this last week. I think they're going to eliminate Becky from the match early to get her out of there because I don't think she's she's well. I think it's a bad idea coming off a, a, a pretty severe concussion. I think we can both say well, that. You, well, you know what? Let me correct you there um, real quick because she did wrestle a tribute to the troops, although we don't know exactly to the extent because at the time we're recording this, it hasn't right. aired yet. But she has been working. Right, she did work that, tribute to the troops. Yeah. Okay, but, you know, that's fine. But no like concussions said, Natalia jokes, work yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Right. But, again, what's work? You know, she can come in and DDT somebody and that's work, you know, or something. Right. Well, all right, we'll say um, I, I do think Oscar is winning. I think Becky can go on and win the Rumble, which would be huge. Um, and uh, you know, go from there. Go from go to Mania. Her and Ronda, I think, would be awesome. I, I do think Charlotte's going to get involved. I think Vince has his eyes set on her breaking her dad's record of uh, 16 title wins. Oh God, yeah. I, I do think that's going to happen, and at the rate we're going, that's going to happen by like August of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I do see Oscar winning. Um, and and we'll, you know, we taped this ahead of time, of course, and um, it has it has. Past aired, it hasn't aired as we do it, but why in the heck 
as SmackDown doing Oscar versus Charlotte coming up on the Go Home Show to TLC. Because that's, that's, I, just, that, that's, I know why they're doing it because of the match, but oh my god! Yeah, I know they're just blowing through all these matches. Nothing matters anymore. They they did they did a, a really good Jeff Jeff Hardy Randy Orton Hell in a Cell match a couple months back, and then what happens? They just freaking give they it away on SmackDown. They keep doing it and doing it to death. It's ridiculous. Oh oh, oh wow! Actually, how could I forget about our good friend Baron Corbin? One I was more match: that. Yeah. Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman in, in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Is that a TLC match? Yeah, I'm looking at I the didn't website even know right that. now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I know. So they well, do actually. Make... Oh. So they do actually have another TLC match, and it has to be this one of all the freaking matches. If Baron Corbin I, wins, I if Baron Corbin Russell. wins, he becomes a permanent Raw GM. If Braun Strowman wins, he gets a shot at Brock Lesnar for the championship at Royal Rumble. I got Braun Strowman winning this one. He's coming off of elbow surgery. I think they'll do a lot of smoke and mirrors. For the love of God, I hope this isn't that long. Braun Strowman. I, I don't want to spend any more time in this crappy feud. Just for the fact I don't want to see Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman again, I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. Oh, <laughs> Do you really want to see Brock and Braun at the Rumble, knowing that Brock's going to win again? I'd rather see Brock and Braun on one night than Baron Corbin every single week in like three segments on a three-hour show. I understand that, but I'll, I'll repeat. Do you want to see Brock? Oh, no, let's be honest. I don't think Braun's going to make it. I think he's going to have his uh, former... Wyatt family member Bray Wyatt come back. That's my prediction for that, actually. Well, we'll see what happens. But overall, so let's let's go through our picks here just to recap it for everybody. So we both have Daniel Bryan retaining the WWE title yep. over AJ. We mm-hmm. have Dean Ambrose winning the IC title from Seth. Yep. I have Braun Strowman winning. You have Baron Corbin winning. Uh, we both have Ronda Rousey retaining the Raw Championship over mm-hmm. Nia Jax. I have Becky Lynch winning the TLC Triple Threat Women's Match. You have Asuka. Uh, actually, it would be cool to see Oscar win because I think they've criminally underutilized her since the WrestleMania. Absolutely. You know, I just and you could do some cool matches with her and Naomi too. That's true. That's true. Uh, we both got the Bar retaining the SmackDown Tag Titles. We both have Ruby Riot winning the Tables Match against Natalia. <laughs> we both have the Scottish Psychopath. That's a great nickname. Drew McIntyre beating Finn Balor, and I have Elias beating Bobby Lashley, and you have Bobby Lashley beating Elias. And I'm sure we'll get some other matches like Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio and some maybe kind of Rusev match. and Nakamura probably. Yeah, probably by the time you guys are watching this on on TV, yeah. probably. So, yeah, overall, yeah. top from top to bottom, looks like a decent card. But you know, Deadly Beat doesn't um, know how to get out of its own way. But I'll say this: Evolution was really good. I thought maybe it was a show of the year for WWE as far as outside of NXT. And then Survivor yeah. Series was a surprisingly decent show from the the second half as far as Rousey and and Flair and then sure. the Brian and Lesnar match. So. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get a sleeper hit to close out 2018 for WWE. I don't know. It's been a little rough for the main roster. It has. It has. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're probably going to get AOP versus Gabe one Rude somehow to oh, keep God. that in mind. Yeah. People. Oh, boy. If they're going to have all the titles on yeah, the can't, can't. Don't even get me started on, on that thing. They take Drake Maverick from being a great, serious general manager to a guy that pees himself and... Makes pee pee jokes though, but uh, and it wasn't even a good pee at that. And on I'm that, just... and and on that note, folks, if you like what you see, if you like what you hear, feel free to like on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/the-sports-courier. 
youtube.com slash the sports courier. You can watch us on TV in the New York area on Manhattan Neighborhood Network, MNN2. Check your local listings. You can also watch us on MNN.org. You see all our social links right here, Twitter, at Sports Courier, Instagram, at TSC News. You can also find us online, Scott Anderson, Fred Ricciani. Just Google us. You can also subscribe to the podcast on cloud.com slash TSC News. Until next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the matches, and we hope you're having a great holiday season. Thank you.